Welcome to the She Speaks Truth podcast, speaking God's truth over you. All right, y'all, what's up? What's good? Welcome to another episode of the She Speaks Truth podcast. Y'all already know, always and forever speaking God's truth over you. How are you? How are you doing? How are you keeping? Hope you're keeping well. Hope you're keeping safe. Hope you're just living well and doing the best that you can during this crazy time. I think we are on like week seven of this pandemic. Um, God has been good. Like God has been truly good. Um, I know that there has been a lot of things that have happened, a lot of things that have transpired, but we can truly say that God has been faithful. Um, If we have lost a job, um, bills are still being paid in Jesus name. We pray and hope. Um, we still have a roof over our head. Like there's still a lot to give God thanks for. Um, you know, many have probably lost someone and, you know, we just pray for strength and comfort for you during this time. Um, but I think one of the awesome things for us as believers is that the scripture says, you know, that we have a hope, um, and that, Christ will comfort those who mourn. And so we thank him for his comfort. We thank him for his strength. We just thank him for being God in our lives. And, you know, the scripture says that in everything we ought to give give God thanks. And so we give him thanks regardless of our situation, regardless of what's happening, we still give him thanks. And so I, I sincerely pray that everyone has been doing well. I really, really do pray that you have been doing well. So, um, last week's podcast was a worship and intercession podcast, and I heard that that podcast was blessing a lot of people, amen and praise the Lord. Uh, So I got a few DMs, I got a few, like, messages, I got a lot of messages, actually, uh, just around, you know, how that last podcast blessed a lot of people, and I'm so excited to hear that that was the case. I'm really humbled and excited to hear that. Um, and you know, my aim and desire is to continue to be a blessing to you in this season and beyond. That is my heart's desire, my true sincere heart's desire. Um, as well, I shouldn't say as maybe some of you know, so I'm currently on a social media break. Um, I've decided to take a break because I just feel like my brain just needs to step away. You know what I mean? Like it just, there's just a time and a season for everything. And I've decided to take a week. Um, and maybe God will do more. I don't know who knows, (laughs) but you know, I just follow him day to day. Um, I just felt like I just really needed to just take a break and just take a step back. And so, um, yeah. So if you want to, you know, if you want to reach out to me, send me an email, um, or anything like that around this podcast or anything like that, send me an email, um, jump into my emails, uh, uh, blow up my emails, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so today on today's podcast, um, I wanted to, to share uh, something special with you straight from my heart. Um, so let's see, as I said, we've been in this thing now for what, seven weeks. Um, and I don't know about you, but God has really been speaking to me and has really just taught me a lot during this time and in this season. Um, and so today I'm going to be sharing with you 10 core principles that I'm bringing out of this pandemic. Yes, 10 core, core, 
root word being core actually another one could be principles so root term <laughs> being core principles that i'm bringing out of covid19 so you know as christians it's important for us to realize and to know that nothing comes by surprise to god like nothing shocks him he knows about everything right and so I think it's important that we ask ourselves the question, okay, what what am I learning in this season? Whether good or bad, I always feel like there's a lesson to learn in whatever state or season that we find ourselves in. And so I had to make a conscious decision to be like, okay, what are 10 things? Um, originally, I had 13 and I condensed it. So what are some things that I am bringing out of this? Because I am not just I'm not just going to go through this season and not take anything out of it. What are 10 things that I am bringing out of this season? So, my first principle that I'm bringing out of COVID-19 is a lighter schedule. I was just doing too much. And I know this just might sound like, whoa, like Jessica, like for real, like really, that's your principle? Yeah, no, like for real, for real. Like one of the things that I'm bringing out of this is a lighter schedule. I am learning how to declutter my schedule and not fill up my schedule with a bunch of stuff, just a bunch of unnecessary stuff, whether it's saying yes, whether it's just stuff, you know what I mean? And not making time for the things that matter so that's one of the first things that i am one of the first core principles that i'm bringing out is a lighter schedule whether it's my schedule for the day whether it's my schedule for the month whether it's my schedule for the year um because i'm the type of person that like i plan out my schedule for the year okay this is what i want to do you know what i mean all that kind of good stuff um how many conferences i want to attend how many books i want to read and clearly this pandemic showed us that <laughs> you can make plans and God will mash up your plans. And of course, <laughs> I've made these plans prayerfully in that, you know, we've sat down, we've prayed, me and my husband, we've talked. So it's not just plans that I just, you know, threw together. Um, but one of the things that I'm learning is that my schedule does not have to be packed. And it, it I, I'm more efficient and a lot less tired um, and a lot less overwhelmed when I have a lighter schedule. So that's one of the things that I am bringing out. Number two. So um, if you've read The Emotionally Healthy Leader or Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, you guys know I'm always talking about these, um, then you will know that there is a practice of Sabbath keeping um, or having a weekly Sabbath. So that's one of the things that I'm going to be bringing out of this time. So that's some, that's a principle that I implemented in my life around, uh, two years ago. Um, and so, you know, it's something that I've been doing and practicing, but like, I felt like again, once again, packing up my schedule. And so I didn't, you know, bring those principles or let me rephrase that. I wasn't being as, what's the word? as disciplined there you go i wasn't being as disciplined 
with my Sabbath keeping or with my downtime. So, you know, having a, a having just one day to rest, you know, and time to talk, relax and go on walks and just regular things. You know what I mean? Like not always having to be on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go, but just having some downtime, like, you know, I make time to to just spend with my husband or time to call my friends or whatever the case may be. But practicing Sabbath um, is going to be something that I'm definitely bringing uh, with me. And the core principles um, of my life, I think that this is really important. And even when I look back at reading The Emotionally Healthy Leader, one of the things that Pete Skisgaro talks about is the fact that, you know, the children of, of of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they didn't get that Sabbath. They didn't get that, that downtime kind of thing. They just had to work because they were slaves. And so when they came out of slavery, uh, you know, there were principles and different things that were reinstated uh, as they came out of, of, of Egypt and they went, you know, in, as they were journeying to the promised land. And so one of the things he talks about is the fact that, you know, in our Western culture, we've just been taught to just taught to just work, 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 and to work like work like slaves. When Christ has set us free, and so if if Christ can take one day to rest, or uh, God could take one day to rest when He created the earth, the Scripture talks about it in Genesis. When He created, He took one day to rest. You know what I mean? So that's definitely something that I want to do. Take a day to rest. Take a day to recuperate. Take a day to just be. You know what I mean? Like we get so caught up in doing, doing, doing that we forget about being. And so I just want to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just want to be. So that's one of the things that I will be taking out of, of this time is in just preserving my Saturdays, preserving my time, preserving my time. Um, number three, taking my walks and enjoying nature. So I realized that I really, really love nature. Like I love nature. I love being by the water. I love just walking through the trees and the, the trails. And it's just, I don't, it's so restorative. It's so restorative for me. Like it's, it's amazing. It's just, just thinking about it now. I'm just like, oh my God, like I love it. The fresh air, the sound of the water, the smell of the water, the feel of the cool breeze. Like it's just absolutely amazing. And so that's definitely something that I want to do. Um, you know, living in Canada, I don't know how that's going to work in the winter time, but when I get to that bridge, I will cross it. <laughs> so for now, definitely want to take my walks and, and, and just enjoy nature. I really enjoy nature. I find it to be super restorative, as I've said before, and just another way to connect with God. You know what I mean? Uh, there's been a few times during this pandemic that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I will do my devotion by the water. Hello, I will take a walk. I will go to this little spot and I will do my devotion there. And let me tell you, it is just amazing. Like God speaks to me in just a different way. Um, yeah, so I love me some nature. <laughs> okay, so number four, um, regular check-ins with my therapist. Um, so that's been something that I was doing, but like, I feel like I want to make it like more regular, regular, like more regular. I just find that when I check in with my therapist, so I was doing once a month and since this pandemic, I switched it to twice a month 
And I don't know, I just feel like it's just super stabilizing um, just to have somebody to connect with in that way um, and to just talk through my thoughts and different things like that. So I'm definitely going to be seeing my therapist a lot more regular. Um, at first, I felt like I, it needed to be in person, but I think this pandemic has taught us a lot that technology you know, is, is beneficial, um, and, and effective and efficient. And so, you know, to save me on that money, um, I'll be doing virtual sessions, you know what I mean? Um, so that I can save money and see my therapist more. So yeah, so that's something that I'm going to be doing, like checking in regular. It's like, it's, it's the principle of like, for example, right? So with your mental health, you want to make sure that as much as you are taking care of your physical health, that you are taking care of your mental health, right? So for your physical health, you do your regular check-ins with your doctor and stuff like that. And I feel like it's the same concept with your um, with your therapist. So some people see therapy as more proactive no i'm lying as reactive as opposed to proactive and i truly sincerely believe and this is something that um i've been challenging myself on that therapy does not have to be proactive okay or sorry reactive something happened so okay i need to go to therapy no it could be proactive where you know you're just keeping your mental health your mental state intact so yeah so i will definitely be seeing my therapist more regularly Verse five, verse five. <laughs> I am such a preacher. Number five, um, core principle number five, spending more time with Princeton. And I think this goes back into number one of a lighter schedule. So for those who don't know, uh, my husband's name is Princeton Grant. He is the best thing that ever happened to me. He is just amazing. And I was just finding, so of course we spent a lot of time together. You know, we live together, right? Because we's married. Um, but more intentional time. Because of a busy schedule and just doing the most, you find that, or I was finding that I'm not spending as much intentional time. So yes, we spend time on the couch. Yes, we talk, of course, all of these things. We eat dinner together. But I mean like intentional time. And during this quarantine, um, quarantine and chill, <laughs> that's only for the married folks though, <laughs> we've really spent some intentional time together. Like we've really, really spent some intentional time together. And so spending intentional time with my husband will be a core principle. Of course, you're probably like, Jessica, that should be a core principle. But let me tell you, when you get busy, when work is going, ministry is going, all of these different types of things, it doesn't, sometimes, unfortunately, and this is the truth, it doesn't become intentional. And so we have to make it intentional. And so that's something that I'm definitely going to be making intentional. Number six, calling my friends and family family regularly. Listen, this is something that I was really bad at, more particularly with my friends. <laughs> so one of my closest friends, um, <laughs> she called me out on like the first or second week of quarantine. She was like, so I'm calling you because I can't hear from you. I don't know how I just can't hear from you. And even though it was funny, it really put me in my place because I'm like, no, like, I need to do a better job at checking in on my friends and family and being intentional in building those relationships and making sure that we are good. 
you know what I mean? Making sure that the relationship is flowing, it's building, it's healthy. We're not just talking once in a blue moon. So I am at one of those core principles for me is going to be intentionally checking in with friends and family. Um, I definitely call my mom like almost every day. Yeah, if not every day, every day. Yeah, <laughs> if not almost every day. Like I call her like every single day. Um, and call to check in on my niece. I call my brother more often. Brothers, well, I call Jamar more often. My youngest brother, he don't really answer my texts. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love him though. I know he's safe. Um, and that's what matters. But, and, and, and checking in on my friends and stuff like that. But yeah, just being more, being more intentional with that. We just can't be so busy that we forget about our friends and our loved ones. Number seven, protecting my time. So being more mindful of what I say yes to and what I commit to. So I am a yes person. Like if you ask me to do something, I'll say yes, most likely. Like if it's not illegal, if it's not detrimental, <laughs> I'll say yes. But I'm learning, I'm like, again, and I think it goes back to that fundamental of number one, just being mindful of, of that, like just being super mindful of not saying yes to every single thing and just taking literally like three seconds or even five or even 10 to just breathe before I say yes. Like before the person could finish your sentence, I'm like, yeah, 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 sure, no problem, I'll do it without thinking about so many different aspects of, of what that would look like. And then the thing comes around and it could be something small. It could be something so small. And that's when you think about it, um, all these little small things can turn into being one big major thing, one big major overwhelm. Right. And so it's super important for me personally, that I'm just being mindful and just continuing to protect my time. You know, I, over the past two years, I've really grown into being a huge protector of my time, but I, I'm, I want to be even more protective of my time and just being mindful of what I say yes to and owning my no. In 2020 and beyond, it is time that we own our no and be comfortable in our no and know that we do not have to, we do not have to perform. We do not have to please people. And if people cannot respect our no or respect our boundaries then i don't know they gotta go number eight um my heart towards my pastors and my church um i've had a really deeper and greater appreciation for leadership in this time um i've never been a pastor i don't plan on being a pastor ever um you know, God loves to shove my words down my throat. <laughs> that was very violent, but you know what I mean. Um, but I, but in this time and in this season, our pastors have had to really pivot and have had to really um, learn a lot of things and do a lot of things on the fly. And for me, um, one of my core principles that I'm walking away with is a deeper and a greater appreciation for leadership in this time. Like really and truly, we ought to love on our leaders and appreciate them because these are not easy times to lead people, to shepherd people. Like people are losing their jobs, they're losing loved ones, losing their mind. Like there's so many different things that are happening and our leaders are having to bear all of this on the on their shoulders pretty much. And so I think it's super important that for myself, again, these are core principles for me, um, that I have a greater and deeper appreciation and respect 
for my leadership. Like they've really had to pivot. They've really had to, they've served relentlessly. And it's just been so beautiful to see. You really see the heart of a leader um, in these crazy times. And so for me, um, I, you know, me and Princeton were having a, a conversation this morning. And we're like, man, like we just want to serve. Like we just want to serve, 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 serve our leaders. Like we don't want to build our own agenda. We don't want to build our own platform. We want to serve. We want to build our church. You know what I mean? And so, it, because like it's so hard. Like leadership is not easy. Like in my little sphere of leadership, it's not easy. And I could just imagine what it's like to like lead a church and like, I don't know, just being behind the scenes and seeing like some of the things that, you know, our pastors have had to do and, and, and things like that. It really just opens your eyes to see like, man, like on the outside, we can say so much, we can criticize, we can do whatever, but man, we, unless we've walked in their shoes, like we really have like very little to say. We need to like button our lips. And the only thing we're going to open our lips to do is pray. Like we call our leaders. And for some of us, like we go to churches where our leaders, you know, are a little older. My pastor is older. And so like we make intentional time to like check in on them, pray for them. Because this is not easy times. This is very difficult times. And so, yeah, one of the core principles is just making sure that we have a greater appreciation for our leadership. Uh, Number nine, um, extensive self-care practices. And what I mean by this is like taking baths, doing, um, not bathing, because I do that, (laughs) but taking baths, like bubble baths and stuff like that, and doing like face masks. And, you know, whatever self-care practices are good for me, I want to make sure that I'm actually practicing these self-care practices because they help. You know what I mean? My external self-care practices, they are very, very, very beneficial and they're very helpful uh, uh, to my journey. The last thing I am going to say, and that's number 10, is to um, live an emotionally healthy uh, lifestyle and a lifestyle of soul care. And I think, you know, that's the foundation of, of a lot of the things that I've I've stated um, up above is just, you know, making sure that that I'm living an emotionally healthy life, that I'm that soul care is a lifestyle. It's not a season. It's not just, you know, a journey, not, not a journey. It's not just a destination rather, but it is a lifestyle that it is something that I practice on a day to day basis. And so the reason why I did this podcast is because I wanted to challenge you as, you know, my community, my listeners, what are some things that you're going to be bringing out of this pandemic? God didn't just allow us to go through this for no reason. What are some lessons that you learned? What are some things that you learned about yourselves? What are some about yourself? What are some things you learned about your family, your friends that you didn't know? Are you actually taking that time to be still and to be, okay, what are some things that I'm learning? What am I taking out of this? And, you know, one of the very first things that I said um, when I started this series is that we have to make sure that we come out of this thing with our minds intact. We have to make sure we come out of this thing well, right? So what are some things that we're taking out of this? What are some lessons that we've learned? What have you learned? What has God taught you in this season? right? What has God taught you in this season? Has he taught you more about yourself? Have you learned a new skill? You know what I mean? Different things like that. And when I say learn a new skill, you know me, I'm over hustle culture. I don't do 
hustle culture. I don't do none of that stuff. So I'm not talking about, you know, having to go do the absolute most, but like simple things, like what are some things that you have learned? There must have been something that you have learned. It may not have been 10 things like I've learned. It could be five, it could be two, it could be one, but what is something that you have learned in this season that can be a fundamental or a foundation for the next season? Because let me tell you something, this is, it's not over. 2020 is not over. I still believe that God has some really great things in store for us. And there's still decades to come. There's still things to come. There's still things that God has promised us that needs to come into manifestation and needs to come to fruition. So what are, what have you learned in this season? And if we haven't learned anything in this season, then we are in a very bad place. We're in a difficult place. We are. Like, that's the truth. That's the facts. We have got to have learned something, something, something in this season. We have got to have learned something in this season. Whether it's, it's, I don't even know. Like, whatever it is, what have you learned in this season? So I want to challenge you. Get a piece of paper. Get a pen. What and challenge you sit down listen what are five things that I've learned in this season what are five core principles what are five things that I'm bringing out and that I really want God to do in my life as I go into the next season what is something you have learned in this season all right so this is a short podcast today yep yep so I hope this was a blessing to you Um, And I hope maybe some of the principles that I've learned, maybe those are some principles that you can take and apply to your life as well, because there's something that I know about myself that God doesn't just allow me to go through things, but he allows me to go through things so that I can help other people and pour into other people. That's always been my life's journey. And so, you know, what is something that you have learned? What are some things that you've learned maybe even through this podcast? Hello, hi. What are things that you have learned through this podcast that can become core principles in your life that can make you better, right? Maybe you've learned how to steward your time better. You know what I mean? Maybe you learned that that friendship is not for you. Maybe you learned that that relationship, hello, is not for you. Maybe you learned that that relationship is for you. Hello. You know what I mean? Like, what are some things that you're taking out of this season? What are some things you are learning? What are some things you're going to apply? What are some principles that you're going to build on? All right, family, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I pray that this was a blessing to you. Y'all already know it's She Speaks Truth always and forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever. Yes, I did that. (laughs) Always and forever speaking God's truth over you. All right, guys, take care. God bless you. Bye.